a title of this presentation is Seeing What You Look At. Now, that seems like a strange thing. That was the admonition that uh, Dr. Kerry Reams gave to all of his listeners when he was trying to instruct them in proper soil practices. And uh, <clears throat> the disciples came to Jesus in the parable of the sower, and they asked him why he taught in parables. And in essence, Jesus said, seeing because they don't see, and hearing they don't hear. So seeing is a problem here. Um, I forgot to bring my Bible up with me, but the Bible also says that where there is no vision, what happens? The people perish. That's okay. And we can see that that's a, a serious issue. You've been here learning about agriculture and several different facets. One of the, the, the object lesson that I want to share is trying to help us to see clearly what's in front of us. Proverbs 29.18. Forgive me, I forgot the, the verse that I just, just shared with you. There's another verse, and I'm not, I, it's not my intention to really go into detail on these. I really want to just bring a point across just for us to think about here. In Lamentations 2.9, it says, The law is no more, and what happens? Her prophets find no vision from the Lord. No sight. Um... I want to ask a question to, to work us through this. It may seem like a strange question, but what is organic growth? Some of you might think, oh, it's what an organic grower does. But organic growth is the, the, the growth that will take place in nature, in life, without intervention. Does everybody understand that? So it's the, the, the level of life that will take place in nature, in life, without intervention. Is that organic growth? Yes, it is. That's organic growth. Is that? No. That's not organic growth. And just so you can see what it is, that's what that is. That entire field. Now, I didn't tell you where that was. That's actually in the Western Cape of South Africa, uh, uh, just out away from the, the Orange River. It's the Kalahari. And um, <clears throat> I can't share a lot of illustrations on this for, because of the time limitations, so I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm kind of taking a couple of extremes here. Was it, what, what was lacking, what was missing from that first slide? Water, 
kind of obvious, isn't it? These two places are not very far from each other at all. Water was needed, moisture. Would that have happened on its own? No. This is in what some people would call the promised land, Darren. New Zealand. Is that organic growth? It's not. If you took the sheep away, now I didn't, this is from a long time ago, so I didn't have a picture that I could illustrate this with. Those sheep would not be there if this was organic growth. Why? This one is not so obvious. The island of New Zealand and a lot of Australia is entirely deficient in cobalt, which means without cobalt, you cannot produce B12. When people first settled in New Zealand, they saw this beautiful grassland. I mean, most of you have have seen pictures of New Zealand, and in most cases, it's pictures of these beautiful pastures and sheep and cattle. And Well, when they first came, they had the same impression. Wow, this would be a great place to raise livestock. So they brought livestock in, and they ate, and they ate, and they ate, and they dropped dead because there was no cobalt. Therefore, there was no B12. Can you see that in that picture? No, you can't. So this is not, this is not organic growth either. Is that organic growth? No. Is that organic growth? No. What about that? What about that? Nature is functioning at the highest level that it can without intervention. There's a lot of ideas out there that the natural world has this inherent ability to increase life. And I'm telling you it does not, without intervention. We do not have the inherent capacity to increase life without intervention. The question here is, what kind of intervention is this going to be? All of agriculture is intervention. The question is, what kind? And this is really important because, you know, when at the, the conference here, you've, many of you have been to different classes. You've heard different people sharing their experiences and their perspective and everything. And I would suspect that maybe you've possibly heard something that seemed to be conflicting. Or am I mistaken? I want to get us to the point where we understand what it is that we should be all focused on. You can take any aspect of a growing system and emphasize it and impose growth. What do I mean by imposing growth? You'll get your yield. You'll get your increase. But you will leave life in a a lesser place. You will have degraded life in the process of doing that. And I'm not here to give a soil science class, so, but just suffice it to say, you could, em- you could emphasize selective chemistry, you could emphasize organic matter, you could emphasize biology, you could even emphasize aeration via tillage. 
Any of these things can be imposed upon that system to extract life from it. But life will be left in a worse condition. What is imparted growth? Imparted growth is where something is given to that system. The intervention increases the capacity for life. Now, as Christians, and I'm saying this because how do we decide what it is that it's our, as Bob pointed out on Wednesday night, our paradigm, our priority, is it to impose life or is it to impart life? To impart life. God planted a garden in the nation of Israel, didn't he? Wasn't Israel... A, plant, a garden of God's planting? Would, I be, would it be fair for me to say that by and large that garden was a insect infested, disease riddled, weed patch? <clears throat> Do you think God failed? What else did God plant in that garden? The tree of life. He planted the tree of life in that garden. And it grew and waxed strong in spirit and in strength. Who am I talking about? What did they do to that tree? They cut it down. How, just think of the contrast between the beginning in the garden and what took place in the beginning. And then what happened the second time. They cut the tree down that was giving them, bringing them life. Our mission as a people is to increase life. This is the verse that Joy shared at the beginning. John 10.10. I just put the last half up there. Our mission, Jesus' mission, is our mission. And that is, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. And this verse, some of you may think that this verse is talking about eternity. Well, for sure it is. But it's talking about right now. Did you watch that presentation that just happened, that Joy gave? I'm thrilled to see the number of people in this room. But it's not near enough. It's not near enough. So, the goal here was to have us go out, get some exercise, after, between the break, before the main presentation. And what I want to ask you to do is see if you can determine what the reality is all around you here. What would you call that? Dandelion, that's right. I used that one on purpose because I figured most people would notice it. If you saw that growing, what would you think? Now, I realize I'm in a crowd here that would probably say that would make a great salad. <laughs> but, um, and the very reason you said that, would say that, is related to what I'm about to say. A lot of people would look at that as 
a weed, as an annoyance, as something that's interrupting what you want. But you know what that dandelion is saying there? What that dandelion is testifying to there? That dandelion is desperately trying to hold on and increase life. Life is degrading in this situation here. Life is being lost. And because that dandelion, the, the, the same reason you would enjoy it in a salad, that dandelion is capable of going deep and going after calcium and bringing it back up to try to restore some stability in that, in that system. I want you to think about that when you go out for your walk, and I don't want you and to get some fresh air. I don't want you to just uh, look around and just walk and you're not really notice anything, but look at what you see around you. What is the level of life that you're seeing around you? And how are you relating to the things that you see? If we consider that a weed, then we might cut the tree of life down. Because we're imposing... Uh, I guess I should ask the question, how, how could that happen? First, two things. How is it the tree of life managed to grow in that same garden that all, all the bugs and the diseases and the weeds were in? I'm not going to answer that question for you, but I suggest that you go and you read some of these experiences and consider, because that's part of what we've been teaching here this week. It's part of what you need to know to increase life, to impart life. How could you have two conditions in the same place, one terrible and one good? And what I want you to think about is here, we don't want to end up cutting that tree of life down. We want to increase it. That's our mission. So I didn't want to take a long time here because I knew we had a very limited amount of time and, and uh, we wanted to encourage everybody to be able to get out and enjoy the warm weather we finally have. Um, so I'm going to end with that. I want to encourage you to go out. But as you're, as you're walking, not only ask the question, observe what's around you and what, what the real condition is and what that condition needs to be but also consider what the landscape of your heart and mind are like. What's the honest condition that you have? And is there some life that needs to be imparted there? Let's pray. Father in heaven, it is a blessing to be in this place and enjoy your rest. And I just pray as We've been here at this conference and now as we're enjoying the blessings of, of celebrating your life, that you would help us to know how to impart life. We just ask that you would impart that to us. Not only reveal it to us, but give us the courage and the desire to receive it, to embrace it. 
I pray that you would continue in this place with your presence, with your spirit, and that this room would be filled tenfold as a result. In Jesus' name. This media was brought to you by Audioverse, a website dedicated to spreading God's word through free sermon audio and much more. If you would like to know more about Audioverse, or if you would like to listen to more sermons, please visit www.audioverse.org.